0: Hey guys and welcome to Money Talks News, the podcast. This episode, we're talking about strategies to destroy your debts. If you're an American in debt, you are not alone. According to the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, 28% of consumers have an account and collections. Think about that. More than one in four of us are getting hounded on a past due bill. Now, maybe you're not to that point yet, but you could probably relate to the feeling. Maybe you're wondering how you're gonna pay off your part of the more than $1 trillion in student loan debt. In short, getting out of debt can be daunting. Like marriage or car leases, that's a lot easier to get into than it is to get out of. So this week, we're gonna take a look at different solutions to destroy your debt. I'm Stacey Johnson, as usual, my co-host will be financial journalist, Miranda Marquette. Hello, Miranda. Hey, Stacey,
1: This, this should be exciting.
0: This was—it's so exciting! I can hardly contain myself. <laughs> and we also have two special guests this week. We've got Natalia Brown and Jeff Beesman from National Debt Relief. And hello, Natalia. And hello, Jeff. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Glad you guys could be here. Before we start, two things. First, Money Talks News has an advertising relationship with National Debt Relief, but don't worry about that. It's not going to influence what we say here. Second, be aware that anything you hear on this podcast doesn't constitute financial advice. You've always got to do your own research, consult your own experts, make your own decisions, be responsible for your own money. Okay, let's dive in. For this show, we're going to divide things up a bit. During the first part, we're going to talk about debt consolidation. After the break, we're going to tackle debt settlement. So, and a lot of people, I've been in this business a long time, you guys, 40 years, and I wrote a book more than 20 years ago about getting out of debt. Uh, and I and I know from talking to many people over the years that some people don't know what these different things are. So let so let's cover them. It, Jeff, what the heck is debt consolidation? So Stacy, uh,
2: first of all, thanks for having myself on the uh, show with you and Miranda. Uh, it's awesome to be here. So simply, debt consolidation is a process in which uh, let's say you have multiple debts, five or six different uh, unsecured debts. They get combined into a single loaner into a single account. Uh, it's usually at a lower interest rate. That's the whole point. Uh, so that offers you some savings. And then the last point is for folks that have trouble keeping track of bills or forgetting to pay creditors, you're making one payment. So pretty simply, it's just consolidating or collapsing all of your debts, uh, hopefully
0: at a lower interest rate and a lower monthly payment. Now, is that kind of, I you know, we used to talk about um, like a debt retirement plan, like consumer credit counseling service or one of these places. Is that like, is that what you're describing now where you go and they get between you and the creditor and then, and you pay them every month and they pay the creditor? Is that how it works? Or is no, that, not, I, I'm confused. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, not exactly. Uh, usually
2: a debt consolidation, uh, let's say a debt consolidation loan is a personal loan that's used to pay those debts. There are debt consolidation programs, on the other hand, that are typically offered uh, by uh, different types of companies. These involve working with a credit counselor or a debt management expert to get you on a payoff uh, plan. And then that counselor can negotiate with your creditors to get that interest rate or monthly payments reduced or extended, uh, generally offering you some form of relief. Those those are. Basically, two forms of debt consolidation. They're a little different than debt settlement, though, which I know we're going to talk about later.
0: Yeah, and, and that, you know, and there's so, and also, there's also bankruptcy, right? I mean, this is a way that you can, if you're in debt trouble, that that's something else you could do. So there's there's debt consolidation, there's credit counseling, there's bankruptcy, and then of course, there's what you guys do is debt settlement, right? That but, that let, is exactly right. Let, let me ask you this question. How do you know when you're in trouble? How do you know when you need to do something that you can't get out of this hole that you've dug all by yourself? How do you how do you know this?
2: That that's a fascinating question, and I'm, I'll invite Nat to to jump in as well. But you know what? We've actually found when people come to National Debt Relief and enroll in our program, it's not a financial reckoning; they've had an emotional reckoning, and that that is it. There's an emotional tipping point where. You have lost permission. You had something taken away from you. you your identity has literally been flattened, uh, and you are no longer living your life. And so what we we usually find is it's that moment of reckoning when somebody actually decides to take action. It's not exactly like you open your chase bill and you're like, "Well, now I have thirty thousand dollars in in uh, unsecured debt. It's time to make a phone call. It's much more about what are the consequences of that. And that's when people typically jump in and they look for a solution, whether it be a personal loan, uh, uh, some kind of uh, credit counseling program, uh, bankruptcy, or or what we do, which is we uh, we negotiate and settle debts on behalf of our, our uh, clients.
0: Can you give me an example of an average person that might approach a company like National Debt Relief? You know... They come from all walks of life. And that's what's fascinating
2: about this. Um, you know, we're kind of on a mission to destigmatize the, the shame that people feel when they're in debt, because the reality is, especially in the economy and, and the world that we're living in today, so many people are facing hardships and challenges. So, really, there's no one typical profile. There are many, many folks that are impacted. It could be a divorce. Uh, It could be some sort of uh, medical hardship. Uh, It could be some income loss. Uh, It could be unexpected expenses that kind of come out of left field, which most Americans are ill prepared for today. Uh, And that is that is it. We really do service folks from all walks of life that have one common challenge. And they're struggling right now with their debts and they absolutely need relief.
0: I'll, I'll tell you something, Jeff. In fact, people on this podcast have had trouble with debt. But what, one of the things that I try to tell people, I've, I've been on the board of a few different credit counseling organizations in my life, and I've written two books on debt. Um, and, and the one thing I would tell people, the, the most important thing is, don't bury your head in the sand. You know, I mean, every, there have been so many people where you are, and the worst thing you could do is suffer needlessly when you're going to end up in the same place anyway. I mean, a lot of people, they're ashamed they're embarrassed. And, and, you know, I have to say, and, and, of course, there is the irresponsible use of credit that can, be respo- that, that can cause these problems. But there's also, as you just pointed out, there's many other things that are not are beyond your control that could put you in this situation. But in either case, um, the best way to get out of it isn't to ignore it. And the sooner you start addressing the problem, the better. Would you agree? I, I would say that's sage advice. So, somebody uh, uh, very wise once said, don't
2: worry, it'll get bigger. And it's the same case now with uh, with debt, you know, ignoring it. And sometimes even just, uh, you know, not making a choice, which is the status quo, really works against you, especially in a rising interest rate environment where the cost to service the debt, if you take on no further debt, has gone up materially. So you know, putting it off and not not addressing it. Uh, could lead down the road to uh, longer-term consequences.
0: Yeah, and that is absolutely true. I, I was fortunate. I was raised by two parents who went through the Depression, and they taught me that debt was my enemy, uh, and, uh, and I've never really had a debt problem. But I'll tell you what, I'm in the minority of most people I know. Uh, most people have had a debt problem at some point in their life. In fact, uh, Jeff, when I was in college, they didn't give me credit cards. You know why? Because we, we didn't have jobs. They wouldn't give you a credit card without a job. And now, so I couldn't get in credit trouble. And now it's like, if you can fog a mirror, they're going to throw a credit card at you. And now it's no wonder people are getting into trouble. And, and, you know, debt has just become part of the American experience to such an extent that that, that I think that's one of the reasons so many people get into debt. Uh, But like I said, well, I mean, you can't swing a dead cow without hitting somebody who's been in debt trouble before. That is for sure. So let's get uh, back and talk more about these different methods of getting out. So you know you're in trouble when, rephrase that for me, Jeff, how, how do I know when I need to seek help? Yeah, I mean, there there is the
2: financial side of it, right? When you when you don't have any breathing room, when the cost to service your debt and all the other things that sort of make up your budget exceed your income or put you at a point where you're walking a tightrope, it's it's time to seek some help. It's time to look for some options. So, from a financial perspective, or on a you know household budgeting perspective, that's that's generally it. Um, the other part, that to... Jeff. Yeah, go ahead, please, Nat.
3: So, I would say if you are in a situation where um, you're making choices to sacrifice something, so many clients that I speak to may be cutting back on how uh, often they refill their medication. They may be cutting back on their transportation costs. They may be, uh, you know, sacrificing some extra hours at work because they can't afford the dependent care. When you start making sacrifices and you're not able to live that daily life that you're used to living because you don't have enough funds to facilitate that life, you might want to reevaluate that situation. Sometimes it's just budgeting. Sometimes it's more severe where you can't afford the medications or you're not affording rent or you're behind or you're paying the gas one month and you're paying the lights the next month and you're kind of alternating that so they don't get cut off whenever someone is competing when funds are competing for the same uh buying power that's when you're probably in trouble when you're sacrificing one thing for another if it's less cost at the the grocery store right with interest rates and the price of eggs these days um, if you are just not even buying the same things you might want to consider looking for another option
0: I mean, you can always, and I think this is what you're just alluding to to tell you, you can always, you know, stop and see if you can redo your budget. I mean, make sure, I mean, see, make sure it's not something simple you can solve yourself. Right. Uh, but if you do find that you, you're in over your head, and you know, here's another thing I tell people all the time, guys, a lot of this help is free. At least you can call somebody on the phone and talk to them for nothing. Now, a lot of these are, are nonprofit organizations. I don't know if that's true of your company or not, uh, but but you can you can talk to people. Uh, it doesn't cost anything to talk to them. I mean, some of these programs cost money, but uh, you, you can, but there are people who have been where you are. Uh, and a lot of people I've met over the years who were credit counselors have also also been debt themselves. Uh, so yes. you, you can call up and talk to people and maybe get a little advice or at least get a little s- sympathy.
3: I uh, absolutely agree with you. I, I look at debt as a spectrum, right? There might be someone who just needs to redo a budget all the way to someone who might need to file bankruptcy. It just depends on where you are in that debt journey to find the right uh, product for you to get out of debt. So I I love that you said, do your own research, Stacey. It's absolutely true. Not everyone qualifies for one program or another. Not everybody qualifies for bankruptcy. There are steps before that, like debt settlement. There might be a consolidation loan option. It really depends on what the individual situation is. And you're absolutely right. People can get uh, free uh, advice on what the best steps are if it's a, I always recommend redoing the budget first and ch- taking that evaluation and figuring out if you can figure it out on your own. And sometimes you actually need a little bit more help than that. You might need to be able might need to reduce your debt so that you can save. You might yeah. be able to keep up with your minimum payments, even though that's more cost long-term. Uh, it really depends on the individual situation.
0: Yeah. You know, another thing over the years, I've talked to people who had issues and, and they, uh, and they said like, what. Well, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, well, wh- where's your money going now? And they right. say, well, you know, car payment, rent, you know, the usual. I'm like, no, no, no. Specifically, specifically, where's your money going now? You're tracking it, right? I mean, you're concerned about it. You must be tracking it. Oh, well, I'm not tracking it. Well, if you're not <laughs> tracking it, then you got to track it first. Find out where your money's going. Maybe you can plug the holes in your budget now. It'll keep you out of further trouble. Maybe you can't. Absolutely. Great. But you're not going to find out because you know what? If you call somebody for help, you know what they're going to do? That. They're gonna they're gonna find out where all your money's going first. So you might as well do that. Yeah, that's uh,
3: actually the first step with us as well. When a client calls us for a free consultation to find out if they qualify for debt settlement, we actually go through a budget as well to make sure that they're even right for our program. So that is always the first step.
0: Yeah. Now, are, are we? Um, our producer is not on our podcast. Maybe you can hear me. I, I think we're losing and gaining Miranda from time to time because I know she has some stuff that she could say here, but I don't know if she's available. Is she not? Okay, she's not. Okay, let's let's see this. Let's take a really quick break so we can pay some bills and we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about exactly what you guys do, uh, which which is debt settlement. Okay. Well we're gonna be right back after this. Let me tell you about our sponsor. It's TELUS, the first savings app designed for home buyers by real estate experts. With TELUS your savings are in more in one day than up to three weeks in a traditional bank savings account. What's more, there's no stock or crypto exposure, no fees, and you can withdraw any time. Visit moneytalksnews.com forward slash tell us to sign up. That's T-E-L-L-U-S. We'll also have links in our show notes. Use the code moneytalk and get a 5.5% APY for seven days with a $125 minimum deposit. Okay, we are back. And now we're going to get to the most exciting part of our show where where these guys tell us exactly what um, debt settlement is. I, I have a little familiarity with it, but Let's assume that people listening to our show today have no familiarity. What exactly are we talking about? We talk about debt settlement. So, Stacy, uh, you, you're, you're on to something, and and I'll I'll start
2: I'll start with this. Um, when I joined National Debt Relief, one of the first things we did was we looked at uh, consumers that are in debt and their awareness and understanding of various options that can get them out of debt, and tragically debt settlement is a category we found had very low awareness. Now it's changed. It's actually grown over the last couple of years, which is a good thing. But the the tragedy in that is that there are people that would be a really good fit for debt settlement as an option that skip all the way to something like bankruptcy. And, you know, I I, I am not somebody that is a detractor of any option. There are a variety of options that work for different situations. However, In some circumstances, a bankruptcy may not be necessary. And in other circumstances, other options may not be the right fit. So uh, that's the first thing that I wanted to establish is there's growing awareness for debt settlement uh, and we have some work to do, but uh, and that's one of the reasons why Nat and I wanted to be here today was to kind of talk about it. But um, really simply, I'll I'll explain what it is and kind of how it differs from let's say, uh, a debt consolidation program. So, in debt settlement, if you, let's say, had uh, $30,000 in credit card debt, unsecured credit card debt on, on five different uh, accounts, uh, when you call us up, uh, net net, after enrolling in our program, we basically become your agent. We take agency uh, and negotiate on behalf of that consumer with their creditor to reduce the amount that they owe to that creditor pretty substantially. Um, And in that process, we generally are able to get somebody out of debt much quicker than uh, other options, including a personal loan. So effectively we take over as your negotiator uh, and work with your creditors to get you a really good settlement offer. Again, that is usually uh, significantly less than you owe that creditor. So in a nutshell that's okay. how debt
0: settlement as as a as a product or as a service works. Okay, so I've got I've got five credit cards and I owe $200 a month in each one. So I have $1000 a month in credit card bills. That's my minimum. Uh, so and I, and I find that I'm unable to continue paying that. So I'm going to go to to national debt and I'm going to do and I'm going to say here's my situation. Uh, and then you're going to have me pay that thousand dollars a month to you to your company, right? And then you're going to, and, I, and correct me if I'm wrong because I'm guessing on this. Okay. And then and then you're going to wait a few months until I have to you have a few thousand dollars saved up that I've sent you, and then you're going to go to my creditors. You're going and you're going to offer them less than what I owe them. Is is my saying this correctly?
3: You're right, Steve. The only thing I would say is a little bit <laughs> different is if your minimum is about a thousand across those five cards usually we can actually get a deposit amount into our program for a little bit less than that. So it actually gives our clients a little bit more breathing room. Uh, so the program deposit might be 800 versus versus $1,000 going towards creditors. So that gives that client about $200 to breathe a little bit. Um, throughout the oh, program. Oh, I see, right. So you're absolutely Yeah, because otherwise right I wouldn't
0: there. be able to make it. Yes, I already exactly. told you I can't make it. Okay, So we try okay. to reduce
3: that that amount monthly so that there's uh, actually some affordability for that client who's already struggling with those minimum now, payments. Now,
0: let's say that I've got $10,000 in total debt. Is uh-huh. it? Um, first of all, is there a minimum for you guys to take me on as a client? Yep. So generally speaking, Stacey,
2: uh it's about $10,000 in some form of unsecured debt which usually comes in the form of credit cards uh medical bills could be legal uh etc etc um however most of the folks that uh that do come to us uh typically have significantly more we will work with uh, lower lower debt levels like i said uh as low as ten thousand dollars but if you have 20 30 40 $50,000 or more in unsecured debt, you're a really good candidate for uh, debt settlement with national
0: debt relief. Okay. So you you made a distinction there that I want to underline, Jeff. Unsecured debt. Some people may not know what that means. When you have a mortgage on your home, it's secured by your home. When you have a car loan, it's secured by your car. Unsecured debt means debt that is not secured by any physical asset, like a credit card. Uh, Correct? You Italian are correct again, okay. Stacey. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> not
2: not non collateralized, so there's no collateral to your point. Uh and or uh we we don't work with the government. Uh so that's I was an just entire... gonna say, what
0: about student loans? Yeah,
2: yeah. If they're private student loans then then absolutely we can uh we can take them on and, and negotiate with uh with that particular creditor. But if it's a government student loan then uh then no we do not.
0: But like, like an IRS debt also would be one that you would not work with. Co- correct.
2: Yeah, that there are uh, there are obviously companies out there that that, that do that. I don't in necessarily endorse
0: any of them, but that is uh, definitely not in our wheelhouse. Okay. Now let us go back to my example. Okay. I've got let, let's say I've got well we'll just stick with the ten thousand. I've got ten thousand dollars in credit card debt. My payments are a thousand dollars a month uh, for all of them combined. I'm going to start sending you guys eight hundred dollars a month. I've got a two hundred dollar breather that I didn't have before. That's going to help me out somewhat. Um, now, in the meantime, well, uh, and wait. Let me let me ask you this: You're saving this up. This $800 a month I'm sending it to you, your company, uh, and so when National Debt Reliefs gets X amount of dollars, they're going to go back to my creditor, creditors, credit card companies, and they're going to try to make settle the debt for $5,000. I mean total. Is that I mean is that accurate? Is that an example that works?
3: That's pretty accurate. Uh, the only thing is uh, we, the funds aren't actually coming to National Debt Relief. Those accounts that we set up are actually in the client's name. So the client actually still has control of those funds. Um, and we also make make a point uh, to make sure that the client is a, is a, a participant, right? They're our partner. Uh, we don't just send funds without the, the client's permission. We always reach out uh, to that client and say, hey, we have this amount uh, settled would you approve? Can we, uh, are you giving us permission to release these funds to the creditor? So it's very important that uh, we just make that the, the distinction that we don't own the accounts, we don't own the funds. The client maintains ownership of their funds.
0: Okay, now six or seven months later, I've now sent you around five grant, okay? Now my debt's getting bigger because I'm not paying my creditor, right? So, uh, and I'm obviously paying interest. Are they haranguing me? Are they harassing me for payment? Or do they know that I'm going to deal with you?
3: We have a great relationship with our creditors. Um, It it doesn't mean that we can stop all collection calls. Um, They can happen, but we do actually partner with our clients. We give them the language. We give them our creditor hotline number so they can forward those calls over. Uh, And there's been a lot of laws that have changed so that there are certain collection practices that are no longer allowed. Uh, So we do make sure that our clients are educated in that in that piece. And if someone's reaching out to them, it means that there's probably some time, it's closer to a time of settlement if it's already in collections. So we just take that information and we do the best that we can with our clients to make sure that they're educated on how to have those conversations, forward them over, and then we try to get them a settlement in that process.
0: Okay. Now, going back to my example, now we've got $5,000. $5,000. Uh, it's in my account segregated with you guys. And now you're going to go back and you're going to go to my Visa card or my MasterCard or my American Express card. You're going to say, Stacy owes you $500. He's only gonna, uh, we're going to offer you 250 Wipe the debt off your books. Is that essentially the way the, the program works?
3: Think it's a little more technical, but yes, simple friend, you are right.
0: <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure it can't be less technical than that. Um, so, so, what, so once you do that, okay, and, and this is this isn't that weird. I mean, they're used to this. I mean, they're, yes, you know, absolutely.
3: The... Um, so the the is of their credit card companies will send their, their debt to collection agencies, which is essentially the, the flip side of it, right? They want to collect something rather than nothing. And the older the debt is, the more likelihood that they're taking less on that that paper. So it, it is something that collection agencies do all the time and sometimes first parties as well, where you actually uh, took those funds out. So we can work with first parties, we can work with third parties, we can work with law offices. Um, and yes, it's it's common practice when a client is already struggling to say, you know, let's reduce the debt for this client. Here's what their hardship might be. Here are the reasons why. And we come to, to some terms with that creditor.
0: Now, I'm making the assumption that my credit my credit card companies, whoever I owe this money to, is dinging my credit all the time because I'm not paying them. Right. Uh, uh, and also, they're not happy that I'm only giving them half what I owe them. Right. So now, I also assume, though, that I'm already in trouble with, with my credit rating because of being behind in debts or I wouldn't be in the situation in the first place, so maybe it doesn't matter. But that is something that we need to keep in mind, right?
3: Absolutely. Now, let me ask you this question. I would agree with you 100%, Stacey. There is a a, a hit to to credit. However, um, if someone's already struggling, right, that there is not necessarily a need for uh, maintaining uh, credit. And through the duration of our program, as we settle debt, there is a rebound, right? And there's even another benefit there where... When a client is used to making that eight hundred dollar deposit, uh, to to your example, when they're done with the program and they graduate, they now have this muscle where they were saving eight hundred dollars every single month, and now they can build and rebuild their life. Right, they rebuild new savings, their emergency funds, and they're better off financially. In fact, ninety five percent of our clients who graduate from our program are better off financially, which means their stress levels lowered, their relationships are better, the things that they were worried about at the start of their program are actually gone because their debt is taken care of. You know, and Is if I, it
0: possible? Oh, go ahead, Jeff, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say to build
2: on Nat's point, that is one of the most beautiful things about debt settlement as a program is the behaviors and the habits that somebody learns when they're in the program, they really carry through to the other side. So it's cool because we kind of look at it like a plus one. You may be in a minus one situation when you come to us. Our goal is not to get you to zero. Our goal is actually to get you to plus one. And, you know, I want to I'd love to make one more quick point. Yeah, we're a very interesting business. We don't want to ever see you again. If we right. see you again, then guess what? We failed. And so right. our objective is one time you learn new habits and behaviors. You get yourself into a different place. And not only be recovered financially, but you've recovered in so many other ways. So uh, I think it's worth mentioning that you know debt settlement
0: with NDR goes far beyond just uh, you know paying off those debts. And you know one thing I want to mention too, you guys. This is I haven't, I haven't been really on the front lines of this of, of this business for a long time, but I have been around it a long time. And it was actually one of the first stories I ever did as a television news reporter. It was in 1990. I did a story about this. Um, point is this debt settlement in the past. Has been a, a bad, ha, as, a, as a business with a bad reputation, has been, right? And so, what, one of the things I want to emphasize to people listening to this is be careful who you deal with. And this isn't a commercial for national debt relief, but I could tell the, by the fact that you're on my podcast, you're probably not one of the shady operators, if for no other reason, you know, I can tell. Absolutely. So, so my, yeah. I'm just urging anybody who's listening to this, don't just pick up the phone and call anybody, do a little research. Yeah. Uh, and I and I think that I you know I can I can verify. Are, uh, Miranda, I'm afraid to talk to you. Can, are you on the Are you on the podcast? Now, Miranda's been I'm on off the podcast. Okay, <laughs> I'm here. Uh, but I, I see you. I see you nodding your head, Miranda. Yeah,
1: yeah. I just I just kind of want to just say real quick that both debt consolidation and debt settlement can be good tools depending on where you're at with your finances and what kind of debts you have and and how overwhelmed you are. So for instance, debt consolidation, if you're just trying to make it more manageable for you to pay your debts and figure that out and you still have good credit and your credit hasn't been destroyed yet and you're just trying to streamline everything, make it easier to pay it off, then debt consolidation can work really well. Now, if you are struggling and you are falling behind and your credit is already starting to tank, debt settlement can be a really good way to help you um, negotiate and just get out from under it as quickly as possible and then later on of course uh, there are some situations where bankruptcy you just you just do it and you move on with your life <laughs> yeah um, so I think but like you said the important thing is to really look at your situation see where you're at uh, consider talking to a certified credit counselor to help you go through your options and then reach out to a reputable company we've done a story in the past on like how I thought I was getting debt consolidation through this shady company, and this shady company put me on a debt um, debt settlement program instead, and that's what tanked my credit score. And so, you know, paying attention to who you're working with and and getting that information first before you jump in is really important. Good. good, I absolutely
3: agree with you, and Miranda. We are A-plus rated with the BBB. I would encourage anyone, regardless of what option they're looking for, Look at the accreditations. Look at the the client reviews, right? Read through those. Um, I like to sort things from like uh, one star to five stars. And I, I use some objectivity too. Sometimes people are, you know, just mean. Um, but really take it with a grain of salt and go through those reviews and make sure that it's the right program, whether it's a, the bankruptcy attorney you wanna work with, a debt consolidation company you wanna work with, or a debt settlement company you wanna work with. You wanna have a process that evaluates that company to make sure that they're going to do the right thing for you as an individual.
0: Cool, and, and you know, actually, another thing I've always said, my, my uh, TV news reporting background is coming back to me now, I've always said, it's really easy to tell if somebody is help is, is trying to help you or trying to help themselves, it, right. just depending on how hard they're selling. If someone's selling you something really hard, I don't care what it is. It could be a car. It could be a self settlement program. Then hesitate and look like listen to listen how Natalia and Jeff have been talking. They haven't been going like, oh yeah, this is what you need to do. Come on, Bobo, talking fast. Okay. This you, you deal with people. If they're going to help you, make sure they sound helpful. I mean, it's really it really boils down to something that simple. You, you guys, you yeah. agree, Jeff? I completely agree with you. Yeah, you know,
2: in addition to what Nad said, yeah, make us make a few phone calls. Yeah, and and you will know. Like we are, we didn't get to where we are today a, a, as an organization by being focused on us. We're, we're focused on our clients, and and at the end of the day, that that's it. If 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 the program's not a good fit for you, we're going to let you know. Uh, if there's another option that makes more sense, we're going to let you know, and we also. Uh, won't just take somebody that has irresponsibly uh, handled their credit. They really need to have a genuine hardship. And so, you know, that's another uh, another part of our mission is really to help those people that are, are having a hardship. So, you know, it, it should pass the sniff test, to your point, Stacey, Good. whenever you're working with somebody
0: in this space. Good. Great, Jeff. Have you noticed that I only go to you when I when I've said something that's irrefutable? So, the, I, is, is, that, is that true, Jeff?
2: <laughs> are, 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 Stacy, are you saying, are you saying I'm a yes man? I'll, I'll be your hype man. I, I'm if, actually, uh... I actually wasn't if, doing anything. I was one. thinking
0: about my wingman.
2: <laughs> nice. yeah, all right. Right,
0: well, I actually wasn't doing I'll that maybe, on purpose, I... but it did come out that way. Uh, and you know what, you guys? Unfortunately, <laughs> we are now uh, pretty much out of time. Does, if anybody has any compelling things they want to say before we end this podcast, now is the time to say it. You got anything, Jeff, Natalia, Miranda, anybody?
3: Oh, well, first, I want to thank both you, Stacey, and Miranda, for, for having us. This has been a wonderful conversation. Um, I head the departments that are client-facing, uh, so it's my job personally to make sure that we are supporting our clients uh, 100% of the way through their program. Uh, we do it with care. We are here to be advocates for our clients 100% of the time. Um, I invite anyone listening to do a little research on our company, especially our customer service uh, and and the program that we offer. Um, so thank you so much for having us. Jeff, uh, I'll pass it on to you for any any last comments.
2: Yeah, so first of all, this has been great. Thank you, Stacey and Miranda. Uh, I've been big fans for a while and it's just a, it's awesome to be here. And then, uh, shameless plug, to, to Nat's point, you can check us out on the web at www.nationaldebtrelief.com. Or, you know, if you want to learn more, you know, like Nat said earlier, uh, calling us and talking to us, there's absolutely no obligation. In other words, it's free. So, feel free to pick up the phone if you're if you're struggling and you want to know more about how debt settlement could benefit you. It's uh, 1-800-300-9550. So, thank you.
0: Cool. And we're going to have we're gonna have in our show notes all this stuff, too. As a matter of fact, I'll go ahead and close it out. We are out of time, guys, but we are never out of topic. Dig a little deeper. You're going to find links to lots more info in our show notes. And remember, if your goal is to make more, to spend less, to retire rich, we are online home as moneytalksnews.com. And don't forget to check out Miranda's online home as well. That is Miranda Marquit, dot com. And, of course, you want to visit National Debt Relief, don't you? Yes, you do. Uh, that is at, is it, I'm going to say naturaldebtrelief.com, Jeff, is that right? That, that, is, that. Correct. that, that is, is correct. That is correct. You're, no, so you're, Debt you're right again, Stacey. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, that was a lucky one. I wasn't sure I was going to be right on that ah. Okay. If you've got a question, comment, or topic you'd like to suggest, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at hello at moneytalksnews.com. That's hello at moneytalksnews.com. One final thing, if you like what we do, do something for us. Subscribe to our podcast. takes you two seconds, helps us, though, and our parents it'll make our parents proud, so please, Show us if you like us and subscribe. Natalia and Jeff, thanks so much for being with us today. You guys were awesome. Uh, I'm Stacy Johnson.
1: I'm Miranda Marquette.
0: Thanks for being there, Miranda. That You you, you participated in part of the podcast. Thanks we for, tried. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for hanging out with us, everyone. We're going to see you right here next time.